You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Nahmaduhu, nasta'inuhu, nasta'afiruhu, wa nu'minu bihi, wa natawakkalu alayhi. وَنَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ شُرُورِ أَنْفُسِنَا مِنْ سَيَّاتِ أَعْمَالِنَا مَنْ يَحْتَلَ مُدَّ مَنْ يَحْدِ اللَّهُ فَمُدَّلَ لَهُ مَيْلِدُهُ فَلَهَادِيَ لَهُ وَنَشْهَدُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدُهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَنَشْهَدُ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ وَصَحْبِهِ وَسَلِّمَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا الْحَقَّ تَقَاتِهُ لَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَن يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا my respected brothers uh, and sisters, I had started uh, a series of khutbahs relating to intention and action because I think it's something we have to focus on. We can never not focus on it and never, there's never even a need to leave from it because we as individuals, we as human beings, Allah has created us with an intellect and has created, created us with limbs. The intellect guides us and tells us what to do. The limbs execute those actions. And at the end of the day, Allah has created us nothing but to obey and worship Him. So therefore our intentions and our actions, it cannot be overemphasized because if you do not pay attention to this and get this right, everything else is secondary. It is being able to learn. There's no point talking about running if you can't walk. There's no point talking about walking if you don't have the limbs. So we should always come back to principles. And we should only move forward when we're absolutely certain in terms of we understand what is expected from us and how we should do it before talking about things beyond that. Because everything stems from that. So someone asked, what role do actions play in salvation? There are, there are of course, Muslims out there who have adopted similar to the Christians that belief is all that you need to be saved. What would you advise I tell them? So you're saying that sometimes people say that belief is sufficient. So what is the response? Aisha anha narrates that the Prophet said, Perform your deeds properly and in moderation, and know that one's deeds will not cause any of you to enter Jannah, and that the most beloved of actions to Allah are the most consistent, even if in a little amount. Abu Huraira anhu narrates that the Prophet said, there is no one whose deeds will cause him to enter Jannah. It was said, not even you, Messenger of Allah. He, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said, not even me, unless my Lord envelops me with His mercy. And these are both from uh, Bukhari and Muslim, respectively. In another narration, the, the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said, there is no one whose deeds will cause his salvation. It was said, not even you, Messenger of Allah. He, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said. Not even me, unless my Lord holds of me, uh, takes hold of me with mercy. And that is also in Muslim. Understanding Allah's greatness. In order to understand the narrations properly, as well as the relation of one's deeds to salvation, some key points of belief need to be outlined. The most essential is, no, is knowledge that Allah is not obliged to do anything. Imam Nawawi, while explaining the above narrations, states, Know that the position of Ahl Sunnah is that reward, punishment, obligatoriness, impermissibility, and other than them to, from the categories of moral responsibility are not established by the rational intellect, Aql. All of this and other than it is not established except by recourse to divine revelation. The position of Ahl Sunnah is also that there is absolutely nothing obligatory on Allah Most High. Rather, the cosmos is his possession and his world and the next are subject to his mastery. He does not in them. He does in them whatever he wills. So, if he punish every obedient and righteous slave and cause them to enter the fire, this would be considered equitable justice from him. And if he honored them, blessed them, and entered them into heaven, then it is a generous, gracious favor from him. If he graciously favored the disbelievers and entered them into heaven, it would also be akin to this. However, the Most High has informed us, and his message is true that he will not do so. Similarly, Imam Bajuri states. 
So the position of Ahl Sunnah is that his rewarding us due to pure gracious favor that is not admixed with compulsion or obligation to do so. Imam Huramain al-Jawaini, the teacher of Imam Ghazali states, Similarly, with a person who is highly respected within his family, if he's generous with his son and provides all his needs, and the son honors him, respects him, and seeks his appro approval and strives to earn it, therefore that person is not owed in regard for his assistance any more than he has already obtained from the beneficence that he has accrued to his credit. If then this is the situation with a person who provides service to another, like himself, a servant who tried to compare his own acts of service with God's Bounteous, bounteous great generosity to him in any single instance would find the beneficence of God completely acquitted and fulfilled in regard to any of his own good deeds. My respected brother, this emphasis cannot be, this cannot be overemphasized. Allah does not need our actions. He does not need us, full stop. He put us onto this earth for, for a for his, according to his own divine wisdom. We do not choose to be born, we do not choose our parents, we do not choose our siblings. Yes, we can choose our friends, but we do not choose to be on this earth. Yes, Allah is the most merciful and nothing would expect anything other than mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we should recognize that our actions in and of themselves are not uh, what will get, get to salvation. It's Allah's mercy. But if we're not doing good actions, how can we expect Allah to show mercy on us? So the, the, the things are linked. If our beloved Prophet is not guaranteed to enter Jannah through his own actions and he is the best of actions and, the, and most exemplified, perfect uh, human being when it comes to action, then where do we stand? So what are your deeds, Allah's creation? The above becomes clearer when one realizes what one's deeds really are, a creation of Allah. Unlike certain groups that believe that humans created their own choiceful acts, the Ahlul Sunnah unanimously agree that all of one's actions are created by Allah. This is clear from uh, verse 30, uh, 96 in Surah 97. Sorry, Surah 97 verse 96. Allah created you and that which you do. The commentators of Qur'an agree that the vast majority constituted this as a proof of Allah's being the creator of all actions. Similarly, the scholars define divinely given success, tawfiq, as Allah's creating the ability to perform acts of obedience within the slave. As such, since our actions are a creation of Allah and only came into being due to his will and omnipotent power, the servant has no right to claim that his deeds will cause his salvation, or that he deserves salvation due to them, since his deeds are properly belong to Allah who created them, not the servant himself. These not only include outward rituals, but also inward belief and convictions, all of which are blessings bestowed upon us by Allah. And the Quran says in Surah Nahl, whatever blessings you have, it is from Allah. May Allah make it easy for us to understand how lucky we are to be sitting in this congregation of Jumu'ah, which is an obligation, and to be able to fulfill this obligation so that we may be saved uh, from his uh, wrath and being immersed in his mercy. May Allah make it easy for myself and my brothers and sisters to understand this and bring it into our hearts. Imam Nawawi, while in explaining the verse, enter heaven enveloped in what you did of good acts, in Surah Nahl also, that entering heaven is due to actions yet divinely give, uh, yet divinely give success to perform those acts, is being guided, sincerity to them and their acceptance is due to Allah's mercy. I repeat, entering heaven is due to actions yet divinely, uh, yet divinely give success tawfiq, to perform those acts being guided in having sincerity in them and their acceptance is due to Allah's mercy for, and gracious favor 
Imam Hajar uh, al-Asqalani, the, the author of Fatul Bari, states that some scholars such as Ibn Battal and Qadi Iyad stated that one of one's entry into heaven is purely out of Allah's mercy, whereas the degree where one will be in heaven is commensurate with one's deeds. This is all, was also mentioned by Ibn Jawziyyah, who added that since actions are only a limited earthly time span, the eternal reward of heaven is not strictly speaking due to them, but due to Allah's blessings upon the servant. The goal is Allah putting deeds into perspective. At the same time, this does not mean that one cannot leave. This not, this, at the same time, this does not mean one can leave performing the deeds that one has been commanded to perform. It remains an obligation on every morally responsible individual to fulfill the command of Allah Most High and strive to do what is excellent. Uh, uh, this is not only decisively conveyed in the Quran, but the narratives in question also state this unequivocally, such as the statement, perform your deeds properly and in moderation. When closely looked at, it becomes clear that the purpose of these narratives is not to completely de-emphasize the place of works, but to put them into correct perspective. The lessons that the narratives convey include 1. Being moderate and not excessive in one's worship. The Prophet said, the religion, This religion is ease and none makes it difficult except that will overwhelm him. So perform your deeds properly and in moderation. The wording of this narration is akin to the wording of the narratives related to our discussion here. Being consistent in one's deeds. Mudawama. Some of the narrations, after mentioning that deeds are not guaranteed of one's entry into heaven, clearly state that the most beloved of works to Allah is the good deed that is done consistently. Reflecting on the mercy and generosity of Allah. Tafkir. Qadi Iyad states that the purpose of stating that none will enter heaven except he whom Allah shows mercy and generosity towards is not to demean the status of righteous acts. Rather, it is to allow the servant to contemplate on the fact that the actions are only carried out and completed by the favour and generosity of Allah. Good deeds are in fact a sign of the slave of Allah's mercy pouring upon him. My respected brother and sister, I'll stop at this point uh, in that uh, we could go on forever but time is limited. An important thing are to do those good actions, small in quantity but regularly. So by extension, I do not want to burden people with the khutbah, but I can't overemphasize this. Because uh, just yesterday, I was at the house of one of our house officers whose father passed away suddenly overnight the night before. Uh, he was a father, he had three daughters. The old eldest daughter is a house officer in medicine. Some of us already know who she is. She was distraught. She did not know what to do. She phoned me at five in the morning and we were in a situation where we, she wanted to get the janazah done straight away. And afterwards, she was trying to console herself and she was looking to do lots of extra ibadah on behalf uh, of her father. And I said uh, to her exactly as I said today, do the small things but do them regularly because you do not want to overburden yourself and resent doing them later on such that they become a burden and you don't do them for the right reasons. So there's always a wisdom in the, in the words of our beloved Prophet Sometimes it might appear that he's giving us a very easy option. But the reality is that he is divinely inspired and Allah knows us better than we know ourselves. So there's a wisdom why we do little things more regularly. Because if we overburden ourselves and set ourselves a standard, it will be impossible to maintain. Our nafs, iblis, they're all distractors. We have other obligations towards other people and then it becomes a difficult balancing act. May Allah make it easy for myself and my fellow brothers and sisters to understand <laughs> the true wisdom of these words into our actions. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.